This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps you listen to is always appreciated. Us introverts love our alone time. We need it for recharging. We need it for our self-care. It's just a great thing for us all around. But there is a very different thing between between doing stuff alone because you want to and solitude and the difference between being lonely. Like you can still be lonely doing some of those things, but you also can be lonely doing stuff with other people. Like being lonely is not something that's same correlation to being alone or solitude. You can feel alone and isolated in any situation because you're not getting certain needs met. You're not feeling connected. You're not feeling like people understand you, that people care about you. There's all these different reasons why you can feel lonely. And so I have about 10 steps on things you can do and things you can kind of work through to help alleviate the loneliness, to help make sure that you can not feel this way, that you can also help yourself and others. And the thing is, you don't even have to do all these steps. Some Sometimes you can get through a couple of them because some of them are kind of ideas and thoughts you have to kind of work through. Well, other ones are actual specific actions. And some of these actions, you, you can do one or two of them and then that helps with your loneliness. But I like having these 10 steps because there are times you need to work through a lot more than just like, oh, they called me, I'm fine. Sometimes it's kind of you need to work through and figure out what the base of why you're lonely. And sometimes you need to figure out why certain things, why what's normally in your life isn't a problem, but now it is. So first one is, of course, the age-old answer is that actually admitting it to yourself. But also part of the thing is actually admitting it to yourself and others because some people really do not believe that they should feel lonely because, well, I have my friends, I hang out with friends all the time. I have my family always around me. I actually go to work with other people because there's always that stigma. And you actually admitting it to yourself and others releases that every time you do it. Because especially when it comes to introverts, we're we're always told and ridiculed of kind of like, why are you always so alone? And why is it like, why can't you be normal like the rest of us? And so when we do, I mean, on the outside, it looks like we're doing the exact same thing that we actually enjoyed before, but now we're not. And now you get kind of, you start feeling bad because... To them, it looks like you're just going back on what you said. You're not being who you authentically are. You're kind of just making things difficult when it needs doesn't need to be. That's not how it is. Like, really isn't. You can still feel a certain way no matter what else is going on in your life. Number two is when it comes to all this stuff is actually reaching out to others and talking to them about them. Like, yes, but the first step is you admit it to yourself and others, but it's kind of more of like, yeah, I'm feeling lo- lonely, and that's just kind of the basis of it. Well, the actual reaching part is you need to reach out to specific people of like, I'm feeling lonely. Can you help me brainstorm it? Or can we just talk for a while so I don't feel so lonely? Can we just kind of, can you help me work through it? Like, it can be hard sometimes because it's it's one of those things you have to know you have someone you can trust who's not going to 
criticize you, who's not going to make you feel bad because, well, before you were okay with this, but now you're not. Like, I get that a lot. Now, I've had some people kind of like, well, what? you used to, you love work, like sitting at home and reading and doing stuff and everything else, but now because you're out of books or something, I'm like, no, no, that has nothing to do with anything. It's just, I haven't talked to any of my friends. I haven't been able to go out with certain people for a while. Maybe you don't have the money to even like pay for gas sometimes. So you're like, okay, please, someone at least talk to me. Can we please make it feel like I'm not such a failure in life? I don't feel like I'm not a good friend to you. You start feeling lonely and you start pulling it in because you feel guilty about it. You feel bad and you don't want to burden anyone else. You don't want to bother. And that's part of the problem with it is that you you don't want to make it worse, but you also don't want to spread it. Number three, it's one of the things of getting back in touch with yourself. Which can some people can feel counterintuitive because you're most of these things you're doing alone. But instead of actually wallowing in your loneliness or watching TV and not getting anything out of stuff, like you do things that make you better. Like whether it is reading a book about friendships or about hell, anything, something funny. Like you can read a, a biography from a comedian or something. Journaling is also another good thing. Meditating, doing yoga. I mean, there's all these different things. You can feel less lonely because you feel a connection. And that's why I like certain certain podcasts, certain books about certain people because I feel like it's the same thing. That's kind of why I do certain podcasts. Like my, um, I don't want to fit, not I don't fit in, um, my crazy family. Like I have those stories out there because I want people to realize, like, see, everyone has some craziness in their family. No matter what nationality, ethnicity we have. We all have certain things that we all do. Like this is like that certain thing was this is all American. And there was a couple of stories. I mean, there's a good ten different nationalities and people there. And we all we all lived it and we all kind of understood it. And that from other people can too as well. Number four is actually a weird one that people don't realize is performing acts of kindness. Because it gives a focus to others. It's not making you feel bad. It's not making you feel like, well, I don't do anything. I don't contribute anything in the world. And this doesn't have to be like a big show of like, I just did 20 actor Cagnus during the day and I have to record it. No, you could literally just go, go volunteer something or go find, if you have the money, see what a particular shelf needs and then go buy some. Like I know a lot of uh, food shelves because we had, me and my mom actually did just drop some off. Like, they need personal care items. They need combs, brushes, toothbrushes, toothpastes, um, some stuff like feminine products, deodorants. Those things are very important. So, okay, fine. Find those. Hit the Dollar Tree because they're a dollar each. And got a good $50, $60 worth of stuff, which is 60, 60 actual items, and donated them. Because I got you out of the house. got you thinking of somebody else. Um, you tendly have to talk to the cashier, which some people can feel like that counts as interaction and everything else but then you go to the shelf and you give that something there other ones i do i like a little like my my drive-by compliments like i literally go i go out places like i make myself go walk in a different park walk in a different area and i'll go by like i like your dog that's cute cute jacket like i I just walk by and i don't even interact with them at all i don't even see if they paid attention to me at all it's kind of like i i 
Like, I do it close enough so I don't feel like a creep and I don't really, like, yell, yell at them. But I just, it's kind of, it's, it's a nice thing. It makes people feel slightly better. It makes you feel good because you try to do something nice. Next one is getting back to your hobbies. Because I see definitely with myself and other people, when you start feeling lonely, you start feeling down on yourself, whether it's anxiety, depression, everything else, you don't do things that are fun. You start kind of falling back on certain things. So a lot of people, yeah, it's watching watching TV. It's scrolling through social media, going down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos. And so sometimes you just need to stop. You need to stop doing all those things and work on, like, if you like crocheting, if you do painting, doing woodwork. Because most of the stuff, when it comes to your hobbies, it takes a lot of concentration and it takes movement. Like, yes, some of them, like doing circuits and everything else on a computer is not a lot of movement, but that sense of flow, that sense of you're doing something very specific can help you a lot because you're, when you're having fun, it expands your mind. It gives you all these great benefits. I'm not going to go into because I've done it in other episodes. And some of those hobbies, too, require other people. Like, you can find videos. You can find book clubs. You can find online communities and everything else where you can talk about certain things. So that kind of helped with that, too. Five, of course, it's over one of my favorite, is spending time with animals, like pets. Like, I, I get bored sometimes. I feel lonely. I will, I'll go bother my dog. Like, I, I will just kind of smush him and hold him and love him. Luckily, he likes me enough that it's not a problem. And if you don't have that option, there's always the option of going to petting zoos, find friends and family members who have animals. I'm like, hey, can I walk your dog? Or do you want me to go feed your fish? I mean, fish may not be quite as good of an option for some people, but anything you can pet, pretty much. Hugging is better. I don't want to say that because not I don't know that many cats that allow that, at least for people that aren't like their immediate family. I don't I don't want to say like pet stores, but there's a lot of uh, like humane society, a lot of places where you can kind of volunteer with animals. Hell, even going to the zoo sometimes can be enough. Number six, evaluating your social media usage because sometimes that can make you feel so alone because you're not feeling like you're connected with these people because they're doing all this fun stuff without you. There's the FOMO option. There's feeling like you're not doing anything with your life because you're not sharing it. You're not getting likes. You're not getting comments because you're not not really doing anything. I mean, I don't do social media too often. I do it with all my businesses. I do it with my podcasts. But I don't do as much for what I do in my life. I I honestly do not put vacations or anything like that very often because I don't want any people to know I'm gone. (laughs) I do want to come back. Other times is there's some people who just, they're on there all the time. And they, they inflate what their life is like. And that makes, of course, that makes everyone else feel bad. Like, oh my god, they're on another freaking trip. Or their kids are doing so well and they're so happy and they never have a problem with them. And I'm like, that's definitely not true. I can always tell that because I know <laughs> I know, I know kids enough that no kid's going to be 100% behaved all the time. Seven is sleeping. Honestly, you feel, you're feeling lonely partially because you could just be exhausted. Your brain could just want to shut down and you're not getting enough sleep. That does help. 
sometimes because it just your emotions, everything about your hormones and everything else are already up and down as it is. And having very little sleep can make it worse. This can be where you can take a nap a couple times a week, making sure you go to bed a little earlier or getting enough stuff done at night, like getting all your stuff ready for the morning so you can take that extra 30 minutes to stay in bed. All those little things really do help. Will make you feel a little less lonely. I know that doesn't feel like it because you, you sleep alone. Sleeping is about you and no one else. Number nine is getting enough exercise. Again, when it comes to sleep, exercise is about making you making yourself feel better. Yes, the exercise can be done with other people, but you can do a, a walk out there. Again, you can walk a dog. You can volunteer that time for doing that stuff. That also makes you feel better, like emotionally, mentally, physically. And have, being able to feel good about all these things can help you level out your feelings and kind of your raises your base level. And that's kind of the thing that a, a lot of people don't realize is that when it comes to, especially when it comes to like depression and anxiety, like your base level is a lot farther down because you're constantly having problems with your eating, your sleeping, your exercise, your weights, and everything else. It makes it so much harder to keep keep yourself kind of at a, a content level. And content is a, the spot you're at when you're not lonely. You can still have it, but you're not having it as often. You can kind of easily find more ways to get through it. You can get around it because you have some more things you engage with. And of course, the last one is one I always tell when it comes to anybody when it comes to your mental health is get professional help. Like sometimes you... Like, for a while there, I had to get rid of a lot of toxic people in my life. A lot of people who just, they may not have been horribly toxic themselves, but they allowed all this toxic stuff happening to them by having other people in their lives who are toxic, or they keep getting stuck in these same cycles, or they were just completely horrible people. And yeah, I lost a lot of my support system. I lost a lot of my engagement with people because I had, like, two friends left. I haven't, I haven't really raised it much, but I've done, I'm doing a lot better because that shit has just gone in my life. But sometimes you need to be able to talk to someone else about your problems. And it doesn't have to be specifically of like what you have to do on the couch at a psychiatrist, therapist appointment kind of thing. It could just be you could have a coach. You could have a life coach, a business coach, have someone that's a like a personal trainer. Of course, I mean like if you ever like if you feel like a mental health is not great, I wouldn't of course talk to a personal trainer on that, but like they help with your health. They help with kind of the idea of like, okay, I'm a little emotional about my eating, or I don't feel like my life is getting back together, or my business is not doing so well. Here like here are things they help you talk through everything and get to the root of stuff and make sure you know what all your emotions are so you can actually work your way through it. But then also when it comes to these things, when it comes to professional, they give you steps to work through. They give you recommendations. They give you other criteria that you can help with, like find books, find different groups. But they also give you a plan, give you ways to actually work through it. Because that's kind of the hardest part is actually if you have something that you're constantly lonely, you're constantly anxious or something else, there's ways, like different mechanisms, different strategies, all these different things to actually make it a little easier. Things that you can do every day, several times a day. I don't know all the stuff because, again, I'm not a professional. 
but I've, seen, I've heard it from other people the few times I've talked to professionals myself, is that they can help you get to a place where, again, your base level is a little higher than it was before. So those are my 10 steps. Of course, you don't need to do all of them, but I, I always like going for, like, go from the beginning and work your way to the end to see if you can do this stuff on your own. Like, I, I don't like how some people always automatically like, oh, go get a therapist. Go talk to a psychiatrist. Not everyone has the option. Not everyone has the money for it. Of course. Get it if you really feel like you need to. But there are other ways to kind of help work through when you feel lonely, when you feel like you don't have any connection anywhere in your life. And I hope you guys always can find a way to work through things because I mean, I don't want anyone to feel bad about their lives. I don't want anyone to be unhappy. So, of course, anyone can always reach out to me. Um, I mean, the best option usually would be through Instagram, through my email. Like, I can always give you, like, if you want to talk about books, if you want to just have, like, a direction of, like, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing with my life, we can talk it through. Like, I will, I will give that option to people, even though I'm not the greatest with an introvert talking on the phone. I still like to help. I still want to be of service to people in any way that I can. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be anything like, I, we don't have to get into anything deep. You can just want to t- connect to someone who has the same interests as you. So those are my steps. And I use these all the time for myself because now that I'm working at home a lot more and I have a lot less friends because I purposely got rid of some of them. Yeah, I do feel lonely. And I hope you guys can get some good out of some of these so you feel less lonely yourself. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products, Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.